Blog Talk Radio. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling place of God is with men, and he will live with them. That is right. This is not a test. It's the real thing. It's the Christcast 2020 podcast. My name is Jason Dias alongside Kiki Culpepper. Two generations with one mission and one show left. This is it. Hey, it is the final show. I want to start by thanking every guest, every friend of the show, every restaurant that has let us come in here. We've done a lot of restaurants Chick fil A, Smokey Moe's Barbecue. Even the ones like Chili's that we've never recorded anything in, but that was always a meeting place. Yes. And I got to tell everybody real quick, because I didn't get to this last week. If you want to know why food has always been a big part of the show, this goes way back, right? Your buddy Josie's here. This goes back to a time, y'all probably think it was like during the Civil War, the 1970s. Sure. You remember potluck stuff at church, right? We grew up okay. in the church, the old, the famous potluck. We were there a on a Saturday night, and the kids knew that if you were smart, you got in line first. Because you didn't want to eat auntie the green want, boy. Yeah, you, you wanted the good stuff. You don't stuff. want the leftovers with no. the raisins in it. You wanted the, the lazy people at church that brought the fried chicken and the pizza exactly. and stuff like that. So we get up to the door, and a guy shows up, what we would call in the 70s, a drifter or a hitchhiker. And he's dirty, disheveled beard, had that knapsack on. And he said, do you guys have any free food here? And we're little kids. We didn't know. We're like, we don't know. So we went to get the moms. Uh-huh. Well, the moms come out. Oh, and I'm just, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus here, oh, but the God. moms, their mom instinct kicked in before their Christian instinct kicked in. Oh, and they were like, I'm sorry, sir, this is a private event. You can't be here. Mm. Little, we're little kids. We didn't know. Miss Bazani, Miss Ann Bazani, she had five Bazzani. sons. That's a fun last name. She pushed her way through the scrum, looked at the moms and said, we're a church. Of course we're going to feed this young man. And we did. And I watched him take that paper plate full of food. I'll never forget him taking the little spork and going around in a circle to get every last bit. And then he folded up the plate and saved it. And there was something about that image. I cannot stand people being hungry. So how many Chick-fil-A sandwiches have we given away? I mean, it's always been a part of our show, right? We always give people food. We always share food. And so that's why. So we spend a lot of time yeah. at restaurants. And so we want to thank the final restaurant that we're at today, which is? New Bronfield's Coffee House near downtown. That's right. If you're in the circle and you've driven around 14 times because you can't figure out the circle, just you can't stop. figure out which one. Park. And people won't let you out that's of the That's right. Won't let you circle. out. Just park. And so come on in. And it's for breakfast, lunch, smoothies, but best of all. Bluebell ice cream in-house. That's right. Bluebell ice cream in-house. So thank you, Nader and Lauren here at New Braunfels Coffee. We want to thank our new friend, Michaela, from the Herald Zeitung. Yeah. Uh, that great German name. And so, but most of all, we want to thank everyone who has ever listened to the show, heard about the show, because without this, we maybe would have been doing it still, but not as passionately yeah. as we are not now. Passionately. Wherever you are in the world, over 70 countries have heard the show. But it's only ever been recorded from one city, and that would be... 
and be right in the right heart. here, right in the heart of New Braunfels, Texas Republic. There, uh, all right. First of all, let's get to the Book of Revelation. First of all, no one podcast, no one video, no one internet article could ever cover the whole meaning of the Book of Revelation because there's so much to unpack and there's so much to read into. Because no matter how many times you read it, you can always learn more about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, think about all the great stories. We're all we're big Star Wars fans. Oh, yeah. yeah. Josie's a Star Wars fan. Can you imagine that final scene? Luke's going down the trench in his X-Fighter. He shoots the photon torpedoes, and the movie ends. Oh, my goodness. That would be terrible. It would be terrible. Like all great stories, Revelation is... It's the end. It's the final chapter of God's masterwork. That is the Bible, and nothing could ever change that. Revelation was always going to come at the end, no matter when it was written. That's right. The book of Genesis and the book of Revelation are... The bookends of the Bible, but are completely intertwined with each other just because of their similarities and what it's talked yeah. about. They are absolutely connected, and it's, I love the comparisons. As we start in the beginning, we see the end. In Genesis, we see, we see man made in God's image. Then in Revelation, we see man in God's presence. It's the complete opposite yeah. end. In Genesis, we see Satan stalking his way through the Garden of Evil. Then in Revelation... Eden, not evil. Eden. Eden. But it is evil in Eden. Yes, he's made it evil. But it's in Revelation that we see Satan banished forever and never coming back to restore that evil to the world. In Genesis, we see the Garden of Eden is temporarily destroyed by man's sinful nature. Then in Revelation, we finally see Eden restored to God's eternal city and its full glory that it was always meant to be always meant to be and then from revelation 1911 i saw heaven standing open there before me was a white horse whose rider is called faithful and true with justice he judges and makes war so there's a lot of symbolism in there's revelation a there's a lot of brewing Even intensity in word, yeah there's a lot to break down you know, kiki and i want to encourage you not to get hung up so much on the little minute details and symbolism that you don't lose sight of the big picture the big picture is there are two divergent paths and you can be on the path that goes into a very, very dark place. A very narrow path or a very wide path. That's absolutely right. So we're going to talk about the book of Revelation and we're going to do it all right after this. We're not pastors and we're not priests. We've done a show about God. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have remained faithful. All right, let's talk about where and when we are. more to our basic Yes, here we are, where book. and when we are. Most scholars agree we're about 90, 95 A.D. Ish, on the there. Yes, on the island of Patmos in the Aegean Sea. And of course... Although there was a lot of debate about who wrote the book, who didn't write the book, a lot of the scholars agree that the Apostle John, who wrote the Gospel in at least three different letters, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John... Mm-hmm is the main author of Revelation. His commandment to the Old Testament and his concern for the seven churches make it unlikely that it was anyone else just with his writing style and all the little minute details woven throughout. After that, he was released from the island of Pathmos, and it's very likely that John returned to what is now modern-day Turkey. And he was the only apostle to die of old age, which is a very (laughs) special 
like soul survivor yeah now the first thing about revelation is it can be difficult to understand what's really happening right so we want to talk about like all the books of the bible we talk about it because we want you to read them and so we, we want to help just you kind of like yeah, little, little pieces, pieces little right. crumbs so you want the whole and so thing. we want to encourage you to read the book because you won't find the meaning of revelation if you rely on rock lyrics and internet theories. There's many rock songs <laughs> about Revelation, more than you would want to hope about. Yeah. Approach the book of Revelation with humility yeah. and avoid Revelation made easy yes. books and videos because Revelation is a complicated book and Not that's kind of what makes it enjoyable because mm -hmm. no matter how many times you get into it, there's always something to learn. And you can be looking for one specific thing and find something completely different just by reading Revelation. That's absolutely right. Read it with an open mind and be willing to admit that your interpretation may be wrong. In my very own Have archaeological, yeah, in my very own archaeological study Bible, it says uh, Patmos is an island off the coast of Turkey. Others say it's off the coast of Greece. It's actually in Greece, but again, that's just a small example. Uh, who knows? And, yeah, who knows? But remember, always do your always own do your homework. Yes, absolutely. Remember the historical context of Revelation. John is writing during a time of intense persecution of Christians. They thought it couldn't get any worse than Nero. That's why he's then, a special yeah, old age. Absolutely. And of course. The key to understanding Revelation today is to understand what it meant to John in his day. Because even if it meant something different in his day, it can mean something completely different in our day. Absolutely true. And focus on images. When John talks about an image, find out what it means. Like the lion is the lamb, which is Jesus Christ. The dragon is Satan. Or the golden lamb stands for all the churches in that area. And then we said this when we did the book of Daniel way back when, back uh, in the Old Testament. Old Testament. Yes. Study the book of Daniel and Revelation at the same time. In a lot of theological seminaries, you'll find that the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation are, are studied at the same time. And some of these images from the book of Daniel, like... White like wool, belt like fine gold, eyes like flaming torches, are different images and symbols that are word for word from Daniel and Revelation, even though Daniel was written 600 years earlier, and John cannot have lived for 600 years. Couldn't have possibly known. Most of all, remember that Revelation is a visual prophecy that has been converted to the written word. Were I to describe what young Josie is wearing, I might not get it exactly right if somebody writes it down with the peace sign. And so remember that when you're reading the book of Revelation. John did not have a Zoom meeting to rely on. He didn't have a computer. He didn't have no. an Instagram account. He didn't have anything. Hey, Kiki's dad just rolled yeah. in. What's up, Doug? All right. And of course, remember that Time is fluid and numbers are symbolic and not an exact date. That's why we always say ish after our date because we never exactly know. Love ish. And a single event is often portrayed from many different angles from different disciples. That's why there's Matthew, Mark, Luke, John that are all the same story just from different perspectives. That's right. And let's talk about how do we apply this to our life today. Despite the symbolism and imagery, the one thing that is certain that in God's time there will be a reckoning and a day of judgment. And on that day of judgment, those who reject Christ as the Lord, the, our Savior, will be left behind on earth, and those who believe will enter a glorious eternal city to live with God. That's right. So Kiki and myself and everybody called into the Christian church, we must act as witnesses and disciples to encourage our friends, our family, our co-workers to join us 
in a beautiful place. And if we see those we love running towards a cliff, towards the widened path, we need to help and guide them back onto the narrow path, even though it may be scary and it's, it is a narrow path, that's the scary part of it. We need to help them guide them through that process, saying they're not alone on that narrow path. We want to invite people who don't believe to a place where there will be no more lies and false teaching. No more disdain, gossip, and jealousy. No more war and addiction. There's yeah. a lot of things that we'll forget about and a lot of things we won't even want to remember. And once we go there, it'll all be forgiven. It'll all be forgotten. Kiki and I want you, whether you are listening now or sometime in the future, meet us someday in that beautiful place where Eden will be restored and we will meet again. Well, finally, Annalise, if I could, I would go back in time to that volleyball game many years ago when you were in third or fourth grade. Yes, I do, because I kept asking you to get off the stage and you wouldn't go, so I finally asked you to go buy me some nachos, and you very coolly said, well, if you'll buy me some, I'll go get you some. I'd like to go back to that day, that Saturday at the Blue Girls Volleyball Tournament, and tell you, one day we're going to do something special. And it is very, very gratifying to be here now with you in the knowledge that we finished what we started. And it's been an absolute honor and a blessing to have gone on this journey with you. It's been awesome. It's been long. It's been hard. It's been, we've had definite ups and downs. downs, No matter whether it was at Cross or MBCA or at Smoky Moe's. (laughs) Smoky Moe's, yes. It's always been a fun ride, no matter what's happened. Behold, I am coming soon. My reward is with me. And I will give to everyone. According to what they have done. I am the Alpha. And the Omega. The first and the last. The beginning and the end. Speaking of endings. My name is Jason Dyes. Alongside. Kiki Culpepper. And to God be the glory. There ain't no practice runs in life.